Hey y'all, this is Brianne Patrice and this is episode one of Just Us Girls, the podcast. And I am with my lovely co-host, Patrice Nicole. Say hey, girl. Hey, girls. How y'all doing? (laughs) (laughs) So I know I've been talking about this podcast for a while and I'm glad to finally have it come out. I'm glad to finally have it come together. I originally was going to do it myself, but then I was like, eh. No, then I came across this lovely soul and she was talking about how she wanted to do a podcast and, you know, we just kind of matched. So here we are. Yep. It was, I'd say it was a match made in heaven. It was so serendipitous. I was in Brooklyn the same week you were in Brooklyn. We met for the first time for a totally different project and I just feel like we clicked and, you know, we talked and talked and talked and we were like, you know, we got to, you know, do this together, bring our two bright lights together bring all this black girl magic to the podcast so that we can ignite the magic in all of the other girls out there amen to that so speaking of igniting the magic here is the reason for us launching on today was actually uh, patrice's idea for us to launch on i guess a random day (laughs) not so random in the world because it is international day of the girl yeah right girl power and i think it's important that as women especially as black women especially with the political time we in with 45 being in the off in office that we talk about the issues that surround women that surround our daughters that surrounds our sisters and mm-hmm. our young girls because as fortunate as we are to live, even with 45 being as our president, God help us. I'm not sure I know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> who is this? I don't know if I've heard of her. Right. 44 <laughs> is the only president we recognize. Look, shout out to Barack and Michelle. But um, even though with Chester Cheeto in office, I think it is, we are still, (laughs) I believe we are still fortunate enough to live in a country that recognizes, somewhat recognizes us as equals. Not totally, but you, you know, like we have more rights, we have more opportunity, we have more say so in the lives we choose to live as opposed to other young girls and third world countries who are subjected Mm -hmm. to sex trafficking who are subjected to physical and sexual abuse who are subjected to child marriages Mm -hmm. i couldn't girl could you imagine somebody forcing you to marry somebody you did not love i mean i couldn't imagine it but you know i will say you know unfortunately some of those things do happen here you know we have very high sex trafficking statistics and you know we haven't achieved complete equality but we most certainly have you know, come leaps and bounds and we have a voice and we have the power and privilege to use that voice and ignite other voices. So I totally agree with you when you say like, you know, we are so blessed. There's much work to be doing. Um, You know, we're not there yet. We got to keep walking and keep marching and keep asking questions and standing up and persisting. Um, But, you know, we have so much to be thankful for um, on the global scope of things. I totally agree. And so I don't want to be like totally racial here, but then I'm going to go there for a second because I feel like we are like in the age of the black girl. Like, do you Mm. agree? Like, I feel like 
black women are just extra lit right now. Yeah, <laughs> glitter falls from my fingertips uh, every <laughs> single day. <laughs> <laughs> right, like like Beyonce said, we shining, y'all. But I just, I'm grateful. And then at the same time, I'm wondering what can we do to help other girls who are not as fortunate for us like first of all I want to hear your thoughts on what like why do you think it's so important that we allow girls to one be girls and then two why is it so important that we allow girls to dream Mm. that's I mean I feel like that's such a really important question I don't know if I can even answer the whole scope of it but first and foremost you know all people bring super creative ideas and they have very different backgrounds and when all of those different understandings of the world and understandings of things and assets and talents come together like we make magic you know what i'm saying so why would we um keep voices from being lifted you know why would we limit our our uh, scope of creativity in terms of silencing girls so that's the first thing just like um you know hillary clinton said this in the 1995 convention uh un convention it was in china and she said women's rights are humans rights you know Mm. so before we even get to talking about um you know the the beautiful things that come with our womanness however that represents itself we're humans you know and that means a whole heck of a lot you know that comes with so much power and magic in of itself and so when you deny women of basic rights to exist as human beings you're doing the entire world a disservice you know like just think about all of the amazing things that we are blessed to have use of in this society um, experiences that we are able to call our own personal experiences that came from women you know um hair care for one you know this big natural revolution being able to define yourself for yourself being able to celebrate your unique hair your nakedness that came from women's voices you know from someone um you know exercising their power to say you know what i am enough and i'm gonna i'm gonna be myself i'm gonna be my authentic self and i'm and that worked to empower other women to be their authentic selves you know and then we look in the world of tech and i can go on on and on like government all of these things that we are blessed with and ideals that have grown and have really shaped our country and shaped our thinking and shaped our culture you know it's women you know before we even get to talking about women as mothers or women as daughters forget about that but women as people have added right. so much wealth to the yeah 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 so you know don't get me on my soapbox that's like the number one thing i like to talk about women <laughs> and second is art <laughs> <laughs> But no, I think that's good though because they are. You're right. We have so much power beyond our childbirth and health. Mm-hmm. And as a woman, as a black woman, and then as a millennial too, yeah. I think that our voices need to be heard. In retrospect, that we have. We are experts on issues that affect us. Mm -hmm. Like, a man can't talk to me about what it is to have a cycle. A man cannot talk to me about what it is to eat birth to child. Mm -hmm. A man cannot talk to me about how it 
feels to be a victim of sexism or to be a victim of um you know the the whole gender equality the whole gender role and me being paid less because right. I am a woman a man cannot talk to me about these things because if I walk into an office and my resume is better than John John I have a master's degree and John has his bachelor's and I have more work experience and I have more more uh more professional experience and a personal experience to fulfill a certain role they're going to give it to him just off basis if they don't want to take lead from a woman mm-hmm. like just look at Hillary mm-hmm. I knew from jump Hillary was not going to win the president oh really like from jump she was not fist to win that seat don't get me wrong <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry Hillary. I mean <laughs> she was not fit to I'm sorry. <laughs> She was um, not finna be sitting in that over office. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, oh. Hillary, but this is not scandal, and you are not Millie Grant. I'm, you will not be the first female president. And maybe one day, maybe one day, I will actually live to see the first female president, just like I lived to see the first black African American president. We never thought we mm-hmm. would see that happen. And then we had Barack shine his mm-hmm. way through our life shine for these his last eight light years for all the world to see. Come on now. So Michelle, oh wait, side note. So Michelle, if you happen to listen to this, I want you to know that when forty five is out, I need you to be forty six. She said Lotus no. For she POTUS. said don't even, <laughs> don't even. No. Ask me that question. No, I need her to. I need her to come on and ease He's on, on down the office. road. We honey. need another Barack. Come on, sister. Right. We need another Barack in office. Well, you seen that shirt? We'll, Haven't you seen that shirt? You wanna? Uh, you want? I forget how it goes, but basically, you want something done or. Ask a, a black one. Oh no no! It, oh shoot! I'm messing it up. It's like, uh, oh crap! It was like, damn it! I'll do it, black woman. <laughs> like, haven't you yeah, seen that Come show? on now, come on for. <laughs> I haven't seen. I don't have to go find it though. But come on for women, just in general, for doing. Listen, always doing what we, we have be to do. We out here making moves, and they and be sleeping. Can I just note that? Come I just wanted now. to put a pen note there. <laughs> The, the, I mean, the magic, <laughs> the fluorescence is shining, and we don't even have to. We don't even have to turn it on. Like it's innate, okay? It, I mean, we got access shining right, glow like, to mean, give. It can, just falls up off of us. We don't even know. We we trail a path, gold dust. We. <laughs> We do, though, and I think that's great, and I think it's important that we empower women to also follow in their, I mean, other girls to follow in their light. And so, as I was saying, was that um, we need to create a safe space. We need to create a safe haven for girls to come together and to know that their voices mm-hmm. will be heard, their dreams will be listened to, and we were gonna, we are gonna do everything mm-hmm. possible to make sure that they have the resources, the right. foundation, because that's where that's yeah. where it really boils down to is having the proper yeah, having foundation. That support, you know, having the yeah, understanding girl, that your listen. presence, your unique existence matters. You know, and it it's is enough. enough, right? And it sparkles without effort. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're right. You're I so couldn't right. agree more. To create those spaces where 
we not only empower our younger sisters, but ourselves, you know, living in a world that continuously tells you, and this is not just as a black woman, this as a woman, you know, tells you what you can't do, what your limitations are, who didn't do it before, what you don't look like, all of these things. And we carry that. Or that you need a man to do it for you. And then, you know, I'm not even going to get on, that's a whole nother topic, which burns me up. The lack of (laughs) support and love that comes from our own brothers in the community. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to stop there because I could just light a fire with my lips. No, but you, you are so right, though. Okay, so your support goes a long way. And excuse me, as a now 30 year old woman. 30. I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Come on now, let's take it to church now. But, right, as a now 30-year-old woman, a woman, I am, I can reflect back. I know, girl, right? Mm. It's time to start, like, picking out uh, 401ks and some, I need this. Let me tell you, I have never in my life asked about, like, um... What is oh, it, CDs? Yeah. Is that what it is? Right. I was like uh, asking my homegirl if she had a, a um... oh crap. Wait a minute. I have it written down. What I, I don't write? remember. What I oh yes, those those right there. I was asking my homegirl if she had like IRAs and a yeah. money market, and I'm like, Lord, I'm getting old. When I tell you, <laughs> yeah, I'm so I, tell you, I, was, I had a CD IRA. I was young and foolish, and it's time for me to change my ways because. I spent all the monies in there. <laughs> it's all gold. Bro, if I could have my if I could have my stupid money back, y'all, mm. like my life would probably be I mean, we gotta right have now. an episode I digress, but we gotta have an episode to talk about like stupid money <laughs> stuff because I laugh now, you know, like and like you said, I just turned thirty also and I feel don't you feel like this like a hat of maturity came on your head, you're like, All right, it's time to yeah. Stand up and fly. Yeah. It's time to like get yeah. it together. <laughs> I love that you have oh, a, yes, song I got a song for everything. Song with my spirit, honey. Um, but yeah, I feel I Come feel that now. push also. So I be checking my little credit score, and it ain't changed. But we hoping. Girl, we believe it by faith. Let me talk about how I was delighted that I got an email that said your credit score increased by thirty hey, points. I was sweet. like, Jesus. Glory on my hey, way to this okay. 850 club. Hey. Come on out. Hey, let, let's start out there in the I'm going to find this right <laughs> star I see tonight. It's coming. Hey. I can't see beyond the horizon, Come on but I shall get there. But uh, yet, hey, hey, Lord, Woo! listen. Walking by faith. Walking by faith okay. and not by faith. Ain't nobody in sight. Let's tell <laughs> <laughs> But, but. The Lord is a way maker. Okay. Come on now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Woo. I'm so done. But okay. Anyway, back to the topic. <laughs> I know, right? Back, <laughs> back to our topic, y'all. We're sorry. But um so okay, so back to the support thing. This this is what mm-hmm. I was gonna say. So I was in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not gonna say when because he might listen, and I don't. I don't need him sending me no texts about. I ain't appreciate what you say about me. Mm-hmm. Well, you should have treated me mm-hmm. better. How about that? But anyway, so I was in a relationship. 
I lost my job. Okay. And then we are talking about being married. We're like talking about combining kid, our families because he has a daughter. I have a daughter. They're both the same age or what have you. But then the moment I lost my job, things mm. like changed. And it's crazy how we as women, when our men lose our job, we sometimes we even enter a relationship with a man who don't even have a job. No more. No more in Jesus' name. No more. <laughs> the Lord said it's time to put yes. a child When I became things. 30, I think it's a 30-year-old. Okay. <laughs> Hey, hello, Shumna. But okay. But okay. Anyway, no. Mm. <laughs> but so, not even a month after, like I lost my job, y'all. This Negro is like sidestepping with his ex and trying to tell her how I ain't doing nothing. Meanwhile, meanwhile, I even though I lost my corporate job, I still had my side hustle, which I was still working like it was a full-time job. And any person who has a side hustle knows that you have to do that like it's mm-hmm. your full-time, like it's mm-hmm. a second job full-time. So it would, I could totally understand if I was like sleeping my days away um, and I wasn't doing nothing, but I'm still getting up at 4.30 in the morning when I ain't have to. I'm not going to bed sometimes until midnight and then yeah, still getting back like up Lawrence. at 4.30 in the morning. Thank you, girl. Yes, not five years sleeping on your couch trying to get some app off the ground. No, I I'm literally still hustling my side hustle. And he had nerve to tell me, y'all. Are y'all ready for this? He had nerve to tell me that no progress was being made. Meanwhile, it's only a month or two after I lost my job. So I've decided that first of all. You can't tell me what progress is or is not being made when you don't know the ins and outs of my business, second of all. But as someone, as my partner, I would think that you would have more, I guess, Mm -hmm. leeway or more of a supportive Mm -hmm. hat on for someone who, quote unquote, loves me and wants to see me win. And I will say that that was probably one of my worst years Mm. in my business because I was so stressed out about not feeling like a burden, about not feeling like I was less than or Mm. not equal because I had this man who quote unquote loved me, but then was treating me in a totally different way because I was not bringing in the same amount of money that I was bringing in Mm. once before. Y'all know how stressful that is where as opposed to now, even though I am not like rolling yeah. in the dough, I am surrounded by supportive right. women. I'm surrounded by um, my family who is extra supportive. Shout out to my aunt and my cousin. They are always telling mm-hmm. me to shine my light. And I don't have to worry about feeling that like that burden or feeling like I am mm-hmm. not enough just because someone doesn't necessarily understand the the journey I'm choosing right. to follow in my life. And I totally understand everybody doesn't want to be an entrepreneur and I respect that. But don't 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 shatter my dreams. Don't tell me what my dream is is not supposed to look like or does and does not look like all because you can't see the vision as clearly as right, I can. Right. Yeah. That makes complete sense. You know what I hear when I hear you saying that one uh is that love like 
from what I knew it, you know, is supportive. You know what I'm saying? And it's a physical, mm-hmm. um, it's an action word. You know what I'm saying? Like, and yes. also if you love someone, you know, you, you support their dreams. Even if you don't speak their language, you want them to win, you know? And so who is it? Beyonce right. said you dodged a bullet, you know? And I would Girl. venture to assume or guess that this experience, albeit painful, made you stronger in your own resolve. Would you say? Girl, let me tell you how much stronger this girl and that's, is. <laughs> and that's a beautiful thing. And I feel like that's what we bring to the table as women with all of our diverse experiences and the love that's in us. You know, when I heard you talking and I heard you say the love and unbridled support you get from your aunt and your cousin, it makes me think of the color purple. And, you know, when I saw it on Broadway, watched the movie, read the book, I always have this really, like, emotional experience when I think about the love that the women in the book share with each other. In many ways, love liberated, you know, for those who may or may not be familiar with the book i'll just kind of give a like a quick like snippet so we know that Celie was like in a physically emotionally spiritually abusive relationship you know from the time that you know maybe you know she was born you know little girl you know what i'm saying raped by her stepfather be abused sexually um mistreated and abused by her husband and really suffered from low self-esteem, and it's clear to see she didn't have an idea. She didn't know who she was. She didn't know how to live authentically, right? She lived under shadows and under fear, and you saw that show up physically uh, with her being afraid to smile or the way she dressed or the way she allowed people to talk to her, you know? So insert Suge, who is this a vision of life and love and black girl magic and sex positive owning her body um, regardless of what the community is saying you know after being shunned from the church you know for for owning her sexuality and all of that um, she uh, grants love and acceptance to Celie and you can see how that love liberates Celie and transforms her to the point where mm-hmm. eventually you know, Celie came into some money, and she had her own business. She left Mister. She started dressing differently. She talked differently, and you can just see that transformation. And you know where that came from? It came from the reflection of herself. You know what I'm saying? She saw her best self yeah, come on in uh, Suge. You know, and the same thing happened for Sophia. And you can see, and then the same thing happened to for Squeak in the book. Um, in terms of them being liberated and emboldened and empowered by each other's light. You know, what happens if you put a lot of whole bunch of candles together or you put a whole bunch of mic- lights, uh, matches together, you're going to have a big fire, right? And the more fire and matches you add, the more robust that fire gets. And it starts to destroy stuff. It starts to dismantle fear, low self-esteem, insecurity, all of these things. And when all of those ashes are burned, we rise like the phoenix. You know what I'm saying? And we claim the self that we're supposed to be like i'm telling you i have this i have to laugh i have this like super spiritual emotional reaction every time i read it or watch it or whatever because it's this is what happens every day you know what i'm saying this black girl magic hashtag is out here saving lives you know um looking at um all these sex positive things that happen um the slut walk um and even if you don't 
identify with or necessarily agree with the way that someone owns or embraces their womanhood, you have to respect it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's authentic Mm -hmm. and they're putting themselves out there um, in the best way that they know how. And then you see people train, change and transform at their own pace, but they do something to other people along the way. They liberate them and free them and help them to, to use that language. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to add that in there. Like that that's what this, in many ways, day of the girl is all about, you know what I'm saying? Like our light and our fire emboldens each other in our communities, in our families. And we got to take that, we got to hit the streets and take that across the world. You know what I'm saying? So. I totally agree. I think, and I'm, I agree with what you're saying. And I'm going to take it a step further and saying that once a woman is able to quote unquote mm-hmm. fix herself, we have the power to change mm-hmm. the communities around us. We, re- regardless of whether a man wants to admit it or not, our voices are so much stronger than a man's in a sense that we we create mm-hmm. life. And we are able to see things in a different spectrum because we have the power to hold life because we have the power to Mm -hmm. heal and when people think about just just think about the woman's body for instance how powerful it is to carry for nine months or how powerful it is to be able to naturally heal my sick child Mm -hmm. from my Mm -hmm. bosom And so if I have the power to fix myself, if I have the power to look at myself in the mirror and say that is enough, then I have the Mm -hmm. power to pass Mm -hmm. it down to my child. Regardless if it's a boy or a girl, I have the power to pass Mm -hmm. it down to my daughter. And she has the power to pass it down to her daughter. And then she has the power to find a man who is going to love her in the the respect of the way that she needs to be loved without feeling like I need a man as opposed to he is going to be Mm -hmm. my equal. He's going to see me as my Mm -hmm. equal and he's going to treat me as as his equal. And women's voices are so important when it comes to social issues. Social, let's just be real. Social changes Mm -hmm. could not happen without without girls leadership we we bring a certain people often criticize Mm -hmm. us for being feminine or but Mm -hmm. it's our femininity it's our our ability to see things on a different perspective that allows us to be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. world leaders that allows us to to impact mm-hmm. social change because we we are more compassionate beings we mm-hmm. are natural nurturers and sometimes and that is what the world mm-hmm. needs we need more love and women we embody love in a way in a certain way that and men cannot and this is not this is not to take away from the power of a man yeah, because there's no shade Lord because knows. we all are i yeah. love me a black mm-hmm. man we're right. all out here striving and grinding to be our best human selves so i'm with you on that but right. like salah said this one is for us this is for us right okay don't touch my hair come on that's now. another conversation <laughs> Because I went to the day, I just had to hold my peace and let the Lord fight my battle. 
Girl, I don't know. Side note, I don't know what it is about people just want to reach for your head without permission. And as a, there is this guy that I used to work with, a black man, who would just go and reach for my head, and I'm like, bro, like you right, know, right. like you know better. You, you know better than to just go and dig in your head into mm-hmm. my freshly coat, into my my new co-wash, your hands into this. Been. <laughs> Thank you. Mm-hmm. And to my fresh wash and go. Now I gotta go home and wash your mojo. <laughs> Sterilize with some out sage, of my head. Okay? Put some crystals. Thank in you, girl. I'm girl. praying on it. <laughs> don't, don't even get me started on my page, cause I so okay. So not to go back off topic, but I just mm-hmm. want to talk about this for a quick second since you brought up the sage. Okay, so my family is super religious. I love them dearly. But they, my aunt is older. She's like, mm-hmm. I think, almost 70. And so they don't understand mm-hmm. what it means mm-hmm. to sage, right? So I um, had some sage in the mm-hmm. house, you know, clear my air or what have you. And she was concerned mm. that I was bringing in bad spirits and literally <laughs> and literally compared it to huh. me sacrificing oh. animals. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I know, right? I was like, no, that's not what it's about. It's just, you know, clearing my mind, clearing my space, or what have you. Needless to say, she asked me mm-hmm. not to be in sage in her house because she didn't want me yeah. to see any bad spirits in here. Yeah. It's, you I, I, it's your house, I understand. <laughs> right, but <laughs> but I still was just like, like I literally, they was going to have a whole intervention for oh, me. Really? She called my dad and everything. And my dad, yeah. My dad was like, oh, this concerns me. And, you know, I was already concerned by you not going to church. And I love church, y'all, but I just don't like my dad. But, you know, this is this is a whole other topic, which we (laughs) have to talk about because uh, and I'll just say this. As we get older, we get to know God for ourselves and to develop a personal relationship, a very intimate relationship. And for me, that has pulled me further and further from church rules and religiosity you know what i'm saying like things that i was trained and ingrained yes. to believe and to recite and to live I it, it fully, added a layer of bondage and so that. a lot of those things i have let go of and i embrace what speaks to my spirit you know what i'm saying and you know so I that's a whole nother topic but i, I feel am. like you know i don't know i don't even want to go into it but it, you just got to know him. You got to know no, him for yourself. That. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's no, a part, yourself. honestly, yeah. a part of being phenomenally, authentically, all the whole that you are supposed to be, the wholeness of you, is um, being at one with the God that lives and dwells in you. You know, like if you really think about what that means, he takes up residence. So what you see, he sees. You know what I'm saying? How you speak to yourself, he hears that, you know, and he speaks to you also. And so the more time you make time for him and the more space you give him, the more movement he can give. So a lot of times I feel like, Um, I use this illustration, you know, we are taught to give God a little apartment, a little room in our house, and it's like white walls because we got to keep it fresh and pristine, and we can't show God who we we really are, what he created us to be. We can't show him all that because that's that's not, you know, that's outside of um, what we've been taught, right? But in essence, the more time we spend with him, 
He's got this whole entire mansion inside of our house full of color and um, freedom and all of that. You know what I'm saying? He walks around as he wants to. He's not like just trapped in the Sunday room. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I feel like we're socialized yes. to behave a certain way that, in my opinion, is unrealistic. And most people don't. And so that's how you have these people living these double lives and this stuff coming out and all these kind of things. Well, if we just put our whole self, you know, um, God wants all of us, you know, he created us. Yes. His plans are for us to be uh, prosperous and a part of that prosperity is to be whole and healthy. And a part of being whole and healthy is to be mentally and emotionally stable, you know, and to... Um, allow your spirit to flourish that's one of the gifts that he gives us you know because we are faithful and because we work for him he gives us the benefit of being able to live in color and to and to have benefits and to do things you know what I'm saying and I feel like a lot of times religiosity and church thinking try to tell us we can't have fun you know what I'm saying and I think that that's something that each each person has to answer for themselves so I feel like we don't kind of got off topic but I think at bringing it back like that that's a part of being the whole who you are you know what I'm saying being in touch and in tune with your spirituality and being brave enough to do things that you don't normally do because it feels right you know what I'm saying allow God to show himself to you in a new and brilliant way and that's being liberated that's exercising your freedom as a human your freedom as a woman and having that liberation further fuels your black girl magic so that you can go out here and save them you know <laughs> yes you mm -hmm. you brought up something mm -hmm. about um amber rose and her slut walk so I know people have their opinions about her not being a feminist or whatever, but actually I kind of, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't think I would ever go to the slut walk, but I am totally fine with her having the slut walk because I am 100% mm -hmm. yeah. here for a woman owning up to her sexuality, her sexual proudness. I don't think that that is a bad thing. And I feel like our young girls, are doing it at such an early age mm -hmm. to where we need to have the conversations a little earlier you know, I, than I'm, what we did I'm with when the we were seventh like, graders all day is, long. Is that even heard available in school anymore? Do they still have sexual education in education? School See, that's a that is a problem. And then we then we get mad or we wonder why our kids mm -hmm. out here doing mm -hmm. or doing the things that we quote unquote frown upon for at such yeah. a young age. Yep, and that's when yeah. their that's minds a part are of so being, curious you know, but nobody has bothered to have like, a conversation just with them. Being free you know? in your womanhood and allowing other people to be free in that um, you know, existence of the essence of yourself having those conversations and not demonizing your body, you know, and, you know, not to bash the church because, uh, I really enjoyed my church experience. Yeah. And I think as I've grown and developed in different ways, like most things do some things you just augment. So I'm not, you know, bashing the way I was raised or anything like that. Um, but I feel like a lot of times how we talk about sex, um, period in society is almost kind of like this. Don't do it. Or if you do it, you're a hoe and that's it. Instead of saying, instead of teaching people 
how to identify right. with their body. You know what I'm saying? What, or, what do you have? How does it work? How do you have ownership of what you have? Yeah, make an informed decision. And, right. and knowledge gives they you power. And when we decision. don't, and this kind of goes into this global issue of um, all of these various sexual practices that limit women's power and their freedoms. You know, when we don't grant women the freedom of having the knowledge about their body, uh, the freedom of having a safe space to ask questions, to get real answers, to explore right. their body, to get nasty. You know what I'm saying? Quote, unquote. Because um, <laughs> this nasty is in the eye of the beholder, I guess. But I mean, to, to get there, uh, <laughs> if we don't allow them Shout to out. do that, then that limits the power that they will have over their bodies over making an informed decision and contrary to some belief our bodies are not for a quote-unquote husband who's to say that you want to even get married so then what you're supposed to do you know what i'm saying and my body is for me and it's my own so how do Girl, i take on yeah that is another topic how do i take too. ownership of that and honestly yeah, this on. is my own my sexuality uh, is for me educated guess or opinion is that like all the different parts of us that make that make us complete are very important. So sexuality and sexual orientation and sexual freedom is all a part of that. You know what I'm saying? If I don't feel free to live my life the way that I feel in my mm -hmm. soul, my spirit, if I don't feel free to ask questions, if I don't feel free to try things, you know, if I don't feel free to forgive myself, if I don't feel free to speak up, then that limits my freedom all across the board and other things, you know? Mm-hmm. You totally, you're so right about that. You, and it, you bring up the uh, interesting topic that our sexuality is for us and that our bodies are ours and um, and so I, I say I say that in retrospect that women need to know that mm -hmm. or their woman. bodies are not just for a man, and we need like I think mm -hmm. or right I think about the the young girls who are subject to sex trafficking who are subject who are sometimes born into prostitution mm. sometimes who are forced to carry these kids before their bodies have fully developed to handle such a pressure because mm -hmm. they don't know and understand that they that or they're not given the safe space to say no and they're not giving the they don't have that freedom or they mm. don't understand that I am 13 I am not yet a woman I have the power yeah. I am not yet ready to, to carry such a, a burden or such not even a burden because motherhood isn't a burden that was yeah. a bad word yeah. but I'm not ready to carry such a hold when my body in itself is still developing or just women who feel like they are on they're yeah, here solely to please a man when that's that's not it that that's not your sole purpose in life to be right to be a quote yeah. unquote just a child bearer in your husband's in in so many words sex slave like no your sexuality goes way beyond that and i don't i don't agree with this whole spectrum that because a woman um likes masturbation or because a woman decides to participate in a one-night stand mm -hmm. or because a woman mm -hmm. has so many quote-unquote yeah. bodies on her that she is automatically labeled a hoe or a nympho or whatever <laughs> 
I firmly believe But I mean, you, you're being free. I do it maybe once Speak a day. Your truth, yeah, it might sister. be TMI, but that's, I'm just being real honest with y'all. I do. <laughs> I'm saying. But, the, and, but mm-hmm. you're right. A certain liberation comes from being able to freely explore your sexuality. Because this last year in me totally denouncing men and mm-hmm. learning how to police myself opened yeah. up a whole new world for me and understanding the things that I like in the bedroom and understanding the kind of lover that I am right, right. and understanding what what I like and what that's my all power is, also and you know things of that nature if I want it fast or slow hard or whatever and it is. It is. It is. And I feel we need to have the. Well, I mean, why can't they? Because no, honestly, they have enough. Like, I mean, really, they have them anyway. You know what I'm but saying? As they get older. What? Well, I mean, we can have. Yeah, I mean, and you know. We can have the conversation. However you however you want to hear. I mean, here's the thing. I think it's probably. It might be happening anyway. I want trust and confidence to be present. You know, and I will trust yes. and hope and pray that what I've instilled in my daughters, they will, they that will be enough, you know, to get them to go, uh, you know, in the way that works best for them. You yes. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even if that ends up being something that I don't personally subscribe to Try or I don't personally up. agree with, you know what I'm saying? Like, I find power in being able to have that relationship and trust and all of that stuff their um so that they can be them their best selves however that shows up and i think that that plays out in our work in the community like you know i think we talked a lot about local stuff because i think it's practical in terms of what we can do now right and i think that the work abroad is masterful and i just pray one day mm-hmm. to have the opportunity to do uh, work in India and be able to minister to the girls who've been affected by sex trafficking. Um, um, and so not to take anything away from those very pertinent issues of being able to bring equity of education to girls, you know, and giving them, um, you know, working with governments to, to change policies so girls can go to school. You know what I'm saying? I did a research in grad school about gender mainstreaming in China and it was talking about how, you know, um, mm-hmm. girls mm-hmm. automatically, that they're not encouraged to go to school because that costs more money for the family. Whereas the boy, that investment is worth something because of the way the society is set up and he's going to be the breadwinner for the family. You know what I'm saying? Just the way that that's set up. And so that's why I just love all of the um, international missions. And I really loved mm-hmm. Let Girls Learn, which was cut um recently by someone whose name I can't even utter um but you know you know like that work was masterful in terms of going into these places giving girls a voice and and showing them what it looks like to be able to have ownership and agency over your education and ownership over your voice you know and, and being able to direct that and stuff like that um so i think work abroad is very necessary and you know we only talked about like a facet of that right and there's so much more things that people can do like you can give money and um all kind of things but there's work you can do right here in 
our communities today. And a lot of times it starts with having conversations, demystifying um, things that we've mm-hmm. believed and old values that that kill, yes. you know what I'm saying, that are deadly, that we've held on to for years and years and years and creating safe spaces, you know, which is something that I hope to do or not hope, I'm going to speak in the affirmative, something that I am going to be doing um, through connecting girls and art and supporting the work of black millennial artists because black millennial women artists, because I feel like we have an amazing story to tell. And a lot of times in our work, we, we, we paint freedom in our strokes. You know what I'm saying? Like we most times don't create things just to create things. We create things for the purpose of liberating, Mm -hmm. you know, like Harriet Tubman going back to get those who want to be free. And this is the work that we do every day. And we don't even realize it because it's in us. It's in our blood, you know, and she said it herself. She could have freed many more if they had known that they were in bondage. And I feel like that's why this platform is so important because through these conversations, we may uncover some things that make people cringe or disagree or turn us off the first time. But we hope that that sparks a conversation and maybe that sparks some change and sparks some freedom, you know, so that you can really live in the full authenticity of who you're supposed to be, who you're created to be, you know? So. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Fully agree. I like totally I was going agree. On and on and on. <laughs> I just lost my train of thought, y'all. My mind is bad. <laughs> No, it was something about what you, it was something that yeah. what you said that sparked something and I just, I just it'll, drew a complete blank. I have no idea you. what I was going to talk about. Um, so do we want to talk, do we want to, <laughs> maybe it'll come back to me. Do we want to yeah. talk a little bit about practical 30, things? Because, you know, no. we talked a lot about nuances, <laughs> things that exist in society and all of these different players that work to, in many ways, add to the bondage. Like, what can we, as little old me, or should I say powerful, magic me, what can I do tomorrow to help support a girl? What can I do tomorrow to build into the legacy of strong womanhood? You know? Girl. Oh, hey. I just remember what I was going to say. We're going to come back to that. All right. Okay. So this this was just my little tidbit about 45, mm-hmm, eliminating mm-hmm. Um, Michelle's uh, Let Girls Learn project. Do we really expect anything less, though? Like, were we really surprised about him Mm -hmm. removing this revolutionary um, project for girls? Do we really expect him? Do we really? Are we really that surprised by him when this is coming from somebody whose whole campaign? First of all, was let's just throw that out there because it was. (laughs) If you listen, who cares? And then two, I. Fake news, <laughs> but but mm-hmm. are we really that surprised by someone who quote unquote chopped up grabbing women by the pussy as locker room talk? Wait, okay. Oh, whoa. Okay, so just real quick, this this is even more mind boggling to me. I don't know how many of you guys are like yeah. watching the whole um, what's his name, Henry Winston, the movie guy. Yes, that guy. The movie guy are watching this whole oh, debacle did. with him or what have you. But 45 did, in fact, weigh in on what he felt about. Hey, girl. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was not 
I was not ready for what mm-hmm. he was about to say. Oh. Thinking about the whole locker room talk, as he calls it. Oh. I was thinking he was <laughs> going to be say? like, oh, I didn't see nothing wrong with it. But instead, he threw him under the bus. Somebody Girl, knows threw, somebody He knows threw what him said. clean under the bus. You know, I don't post remember post exactly what he said, but I do think he... he I'm gonna see if I can find it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna get right. I'm gonna post the link. Uh, if I find the link, I'll post it in the show notes. But um, he pretty much threw him on the bus and was like, um, he needs to be held accountable for his actions or what have you. Mm-hmm. And so then the reporter was like, well, how can you say that when just last mm-hmm. year? They were you had this whole tape about you grabbing him by the pussy and you know what he said? That was just locker room talk. That was just locker room talk. What is it that Iyanla what is that Iyanla said? It is unloving. It is unloving to expect something of someone that they are not able to in that vein, he is not able. He is unable. So I'm not gonna you know Come on now. Mm Oh, this is what Trump said. He said, I've known Harvey for a long... His name is Harvey. I said Henry. Sorry. (laughs) He said, I've known Harvey for a long time, and I'm not at all surprised. Word, bro? Word? Is that what we doing now? But anyway, so to go back to your question, to think about things that we can start doing tomorrow, especially... Mm -hmm those of us who might not necessarily have the resources right now Mm -hmm. to even go over to some of these countries i would say start by adopting a sister sister start by with the a lot of um, cities have mentoring programs what is it big sister programs Mm -hmm. doing that yeah right go to a women's shelter and Spend time with these moms and these kids and figure out what it is that they need. Or even start in your own home. If you see that your sister is yes, in need of something, are. if you see we that your friend, if you see that. that the girl, your girlfriend, and, your, and just we are our sister's keeper. Our first sister is ourself. You know so, what I'm saying? Like, I always hey, do this illustration whenever I speak to groups that if you yeah. had a friend and every time y'all hung yeah. out this person was being shady they talk about like oh you got them pimples on your face or you messed up that was stupid oh girl you can't never be on time yada 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 all these things right you would not want to hang out with that person in fact you would be like Damn, you know you'd be mad family. but this is the way that we talk to ourselves a lot you know what I'm saying like I can think of times when, you know, I'm looking at my face like, oh, all these blotches or, you know, whatever. Or, you know, you're kicking yourself. And Mm -hmm. so I start that I have started the practice of positive self-talk, of loving talk, you know, talking to myself like I want one of my girlfriends to talk to me or like I want my man to talk to me. You know what I'm saying? Being loving um, because we we uh, reflect and attract who we are. Mm-hmm. So and also filling up that fuel so that we can go out and sprinkle our magic onto the world. If our cup ain't full, we are. Then yeah. we can't. We're limited in what we can give. You know. So I think I agree um, with you in terms of um, 
mm-hmm. doing community work, connecting with our younger sisters, and even connecting with other women, you know, uh, having sisterhood and really leaning on sisterhood and, and being brave enough to let love save you, you know, to let love free you, but also put that lens back on yourself, you know, like on, on my mirrors in the bathroom, I write positive declarations, and when I'm feeling kind of ugly or feeling kind of incapable or whatever, I read mm-hmm. those things. You know what I'm saying? And oh I God. and this latest one I wrote, you know, I I had to preach to myself. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it's so easy. I you. It's so easy uh, for your for the devil to try to attack your passion, your magic. Yeah. You know, so you got to guard, and well, I mean, and not to get, you know, spiritual, but the Bible, yes, guard your heart, you know, and so your that, spirit, that's, the, yes. that's the first thing you got to do, in my opinion, before guard you can heart. even go out into the world and minister your love onto people, to share your love onto people, you have to guard your heart, you know, and you have to pour into yourself, um, so, so yeah. I agree, and I'm going to say that in order for yes. you to accept the right kind of love, mm. you have to create that space for it to come to you. So you have to let go of dead weight. You have to let go of bad relationships. If You have to let go of bad friendships. And like you said, you have to let go of the negative thinking. And I, even the Bible says to take every thought captive to think on the things that are good, that are pure, that are lovely. And so I think that before we can have the kind of love that we want, the the kind of love that we envision for ourselves, we first have to take an inventory of our current situation and say, well, if I if my if I want my life to look a certain way, I first have to chip mm. away. I first have to make the decision, the informed decision to step away from this man who's not treating me right. To step away yeah. from this girl who my friend who this girl who I thought was my friend, but in turn ha- does not have the best interest for me. I have to step away from the the like you said the negative thinking and I have to to surround myself. I first have to love myself by right. recognizing that I am worth much more than what I have been getting from quote unquote the people who love me. And once I once I remove and clear this dead mm-hmm. weight, once you are able to open up the doors to allow. Yes the right yes. kind of love come into you then then that is when your life will see the transformational change you will want it to see so that that's my little mm-hmm. added to that right there is that you have and to it's somebody who said you have to learn and i'll be messing up all these quotes but you know it's paraphrase learn to get up from the table when love so. is no longer being served <laughs> who said that was it nina simone or Yes, it was Nina Simone. Yes, you have to learn Come to get on, up from the table when love is no longer being served. Um, and so it's okay to uh, end friendships. I yeah, used to I be so, so downtrodden <laughs> when my little friendships broke up. But it's all right. Because a lot of times, if it's meant to be, they'll come back around or not. <laughs> Girl, I was too. They'll come back. 
mm-hmm. I think as we get older, though, I don't. Okay, so maybe this is just me, and we again, this might be a little off topic, but I just want to talk about this for a second. So I think as we get older, I feel I personally feel like breakups with whether it's with a friend or no, because a, you a man. because. I think this mind kind of guess as to why it's easier because you have this foundation of what you are and what you're not going to put up with and then who you are and what you deserve. And if you got love coming at you from yourself, from the core of who you are, why on earth would you accept something less than from someone else? You know, like that's how I think. So it's been easier for me to walk away from things, even though like there's (laughs) been a little like, what is it? Um, Come on now. Like, not PTSD, but like, you think about the person and you might mourn. Yeah, you might mourn a little bit, but um, it's easy to walk away and to feel no remorse and send a, and send it, love right. and light to yeah. them and want them to do well. But just know that you cannot, you cannot take a residence. Yeah, you cannot take a residence right. in my space. You have lost your seat because you don't know how to love me and support me. And that is okay. I'm going to love you from a distance. No, ma'am. Right. Bye-bye now. <laughs> you are not welcome at my table. I'm sorry. You can't sit with us. <laughs> I agree, though. I, I, I say that because um, as you were talking about ending your friendship mm-hmm. and how you used to, you know, kind of hold on to it. I recently ended a friendship. Not, well, not too recent, but, well, I guess so. It's over the summer. Mm-hmm. And we had been friends for, since 2006. And what's this? So that's 11 years, y'all. But we had already fallen out once. And so mm-hmm. I, once we got back, we fell out like 2012, I think. And then we were cordial with each other. But with, the friendship was never exactly the same as it was before. Mm-hmm. And so she was getting married. And I was in town. Mm-hmm. And she was having a bridal shower. Mm-hmm. But I didn't want to go to the bridal shower because I never feel comfortable around her friends yeah her friends are not all my friends and they don't always have the most inviting atmosphere to me anyway when i'm there so i didn't go i decided to opt that since i was in 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 visiting Mm, for a a couple of days i was gonna hang out with my girlfriends and be in a space and surrounded by people who i love or whatever and so yep, and I was, get a text. Yeah, the and next I feel like my like, girl, you don't have to pretend. And not to give power to dead situations, me. but I feel like I had something in like, like okay, that, and the person thought they was cutting <laughs> me with a sharp knife, and I just had to be like, "All right, well, you know, if we have to be honest with ourselves, it was dead for a while, and you know, and girl. because you have history with people, you have general love and appreciation with people." And yeah, yeah, you try to hold on and things will be better. And I still have love and appreciation for this person because we spent a great deal of our lives together. But I love me more, and that's it, honestly. That's all she wrote. Come on now. And it's fine Um, to say. I don't know why people act like that's such a bad thing say that I love me more you're supposed to love you you're supposed to love yourself more yeah. you are supposed to be able to be in a space to where I can say that I love myself enough to say I'm gonna walk away you are not healthy for me you are not right, right. embodying the kind of characteristics you do not have the energy mm. that I need you to have in order to be in my space therefore you are uninvited 
like yeah. access denied it ain't gonna happen i think yeah. that's okay to say it yeah. i don't know why people act like it's such a selfish right. and you know thing what i used to feel like to i used to feel like i failed that i love myself you know what i'm saying like there was I something wrong with me and i have no problem that they saying, wasn't loving me or no. they wasn't treating me how i felt i should have been treated or wasn't there for me or whatever the case is Girl. and i would take that personally and really think that you know what i'm saying like there was something wrong with me when it's like I'm the same person I am in everywhere else, and this is only happening mm-hmm. here, you know. And mm-hmm. like I can't be ashamed or be afraid to be my whole self. Like, are you not about to make me feel guilty mm-hmm. of being my whole self? So, <laughs> just, just, just ain't gonna work, sister. So, I get, I feel you. I understand. I used to ask myself that every after every breakup. And again, this goes back to so this kind of goes back to the to empowering our girls. After most of my relationships kind of ended the same. Either they cheated or um, there, there was just some backdoor shit going on. So whatever. And. I would always ask my, I would literally ask my best friend, shout out to Megan, love you girl. I would literally ask no, her after, oh. every, break, after mm. every breakup, if me was something I did, was I not enough, what is wrong with me? Why do we ask ourselves these questions yeah. after a breakup? I mean, don't get me wrong, this, there is fault in everyone, so I probably did some things that I probably should not have done and whatever. Right, but absolutely. Like you know, still, you're being like human, and you're being who you are, flaws and all. Like I know that there's times like I can be person. a jackass you know? for real. Like uh, I know I'm a lie. I get on my own nerves, right? But other people are pieces of work too in my life, and I love and support them. Right. So why don't I deserve right. that? You know what I'm saying? And to get you people around you that tell <laughs> you about yourself in love because they want you to be better, and not because right. they, you know, where you gotta wonder like, are you? Exactly. Is this some? Um, yeah, are you? You know, are you joking for real? Or are you trying to shade me? Better. Like I don't want to have to wonder that. Um, so I just say, ain't nobody perfect. Hey, you know, we, we all have our flaws, but that's where love comes in. It, you know, this reoccurring theme, love through sisterhood liberates, right? You know, I'll never forget um, New Year's. I had a talk with my girlfriends, and they basically kind of told me about myself in a, in a sense. And it was hard to hear at first. And then I realized, like, you know what? They're coming to me respectful. They're telling me this stuff because they love me and they want me to be better. And once I was able to let my defenses down i was able to let in what they were saying and be honest with them like this is how i'm feeling blah blah, blah. and that's what right. love filled relationships are knowing that we're all naked we're all trying you know we're all um stars trying to shine you know and we're supposed to help each other mm-hmm. you know so i know that we're we're getting to our hour I've gone over our hour just a little bit, but I just wanted to say um, I had pulled up an article from refinery29.com, and uh, it was a really great article <laughs> about um, the day of the girl, and it talked about practical ways in which we can all be active participants mm-hmm. in change and love and support, you know, and, and a lot of the things were things that we already said. Of course, when we talk about the global initiatives, they listed some 
some really good initiatives. Uh, the Malala Fund. Um, she's the first mm-hmm. Care International CAMFED and Girls Not Brides. And then we can include the links also. So be sure to look and you know read up on those organizations because you might want to travel you might want to send some financial support because these girls need you and then also like we said mm-hmm. before um, doing work on your block you know doing work in your family in your home and doing work within yourself so All right, you guys. We're not gonna keep you much longer. This was episode yep. one. Mm-hmm. I don't we'll know be if it's wrong. We'll week. correct you. You can catch y'all. us every Thursday night, <laughs> um, at nine y'all o'clock right. Eastern Standard Time. I think that's what we said, right? I don't have my my notebook in front of me. Yeah, y'all. My mind is bad. I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, right. Uh, you can catch us. Every Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can follow us on Instagram at justusgirls underscore underscore. I will leave the link in the um, notes. You can also find us on um, Facebook as Just Us Girls. I think it's the podcast. I don't remember how I worded it, but I'll link that in the notes as well. And I'm so glad y'all got you all were here with us tonight. I hope you, we hope you love the show. Please, please, please. Leave us comments. Leave oh one thing you can email us. So I started the email. It's ask a s k j u s t us at gmail dot com. Ask a s k just j u s t us u s at gmail dot com. You can email us your show ideas. Absolutely. If you have questions yep. if you want. And we're also uh, yeah I was gonna say we're also building our listserv. So DM us your email and we will add you to the list to let you know when so, we have anything you want announcements coming up or oh, we might have trending topics or something that we want your input on. So make sure you drop us that email so we can keep you in the loop. Yeah. All right, Do you, you have any you quotes to leave the people the with that they can we'll meditate week, on? Uh, Thursday, I was going to say day and night. <laughs> I don't remember what we were talking about. What are you talking about? Oh, Lord. I'm the mountain. Okay. <laughs> I'll just say, uh, <laughs> what is that? Come my Because I'm, I'm a woman. I'm moving phenomenal, up on the rough side. Phenomenal woman. Of the That's mountain. me. <laughs> <laughs> you got a better belief? Okay. I'm done. I'm done with you. Bye. Good night. (laughs) All right, y'all. It's time for us to go. So we will chat next week. Bye.